Love the setup. There we go. There we go. And again, man, I appreciate you. Thank you for having us out here, man. It was it was yeah. great. We needed to make it work. We got it live and direct. We got it cracking. Your mic real good. You ain't too high. You ain't feel too good. Feel good. Well, again, man, appreciate you. Thank you for having us out here. It was good to come see the car show, the setup before we actually came out here. You guys are really popular and hidden. Um, super dope. Um, I really wish folks wasn't scared to talk about their car. I'm, I'm not understanding what's the secrecy about having a car. Everybody can come look and come watch, but you can't talk about your own vehicle. It kind of <laughs> makes me question if they know anything about cars. I spent an hour trying to just get folks to talk to me about their car, and I'm like, do you know what you have underneath your hood? Do you know what you're running? I mean, it's not no big secret. I'm not racing you or chasing you or we doing anything like that. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit, it was a little (laughs) trying to figure it out. But, again, thank you for having us. We're here at the garage, you know, the detail garage. Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself, my man. Yeah, man. So thanks for coming out. Appreciate it. A um, little bit about myself. Grew up local guy, uh, Oregon, born and raised. Grew up on the Mount Hood area. Um, after I graduated high school in 2013, I joined the Air Force. I was uh, in the Air Force for six years, and I was a civil engineer. Uh, traveled all over the world. Great experience. Uh, I was first stationed in Alaska for three years. Met my wife up there. And then after Alaska, I was stationed in Montana uh, for two and a half years. and So you went to two cold spots. You were stationed in yeah. Alaska. How was that with the time frame and all that? Alaska is amazing. Uh, the last frontier for a reason. I mean, if no, if you guys have never been there, you got to go to Alaska. It's it's incredible. What's the um, car scene look like up there? Non-existent. Non-existent? <laughs> Everything but, is about survival to the fullest? 100%. So if you want to live off grid, if you, uh, you want to go where nobody's at, if you want to just enjoy some amazing outdoor stuff, like the best fishing in the world, best hunting, Alaska's where it's at. Okay, well, we might need to get some cars up there in Alaska and see what we can do up there. Get yeah. us a nice old school with a tractor underneath for the tires. Yeah. That'd be dope. A 70 Cutlass with the tractors underneath? Mm-hmm. We might need to bring something to Alaska. Some military guys bring their cars up there and stuff on bases, a couple big bases up there in Alaska. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you left off and you was in Montana. I was in Montana for two and a half years. Uh, it's pretty much as soon as I got to Montana. I deployed my first deployment to the Middle East, um, and we were providing expedient bed down for special forces. I was in many different countries doing a lot of different work. That's what's um, up. That was a tough one. I My son was born during that deployment. It was tough. Uh, once I got back home, it was, you know, I, I missed the first three and a half months of his life, and I got home, and it was just amazing, you know, getting to, like, be with him meet him you know yeah. get close with him and, Absolutely. My, and my wife and got a chance to see your seed yep. and got a chance to see something that y'all produced yep. man. i understand i got four boys man and this yep. is what we do yeah it's nothing but a boy thing we you know we batting a thousand right now we got another one on the way another boy hey congratulations hey. john king thank you congratulations yeah. <laughs> gotta have so, produced nothing but king so yep. how do you want to what, what do you, you got two boys so you got a boy on the way yeah you have one now we in this car space mm-hmm. you you did the military thing you was you serve for our country. Appreciate you. Thank you for that. And now we into these cars, and we're trying to make this stick. Yeah. So talk so to me. Af- after that first deployment, I want another deployment to Africa. Oh, how was that? It was more, even more challenging. So gotcha. uh, there's nothing out there in Africa. It was a pretty gnarly environment. Uh, we we saw we had just the things you have to see and do when you're out there, you know, and what young men and women have to go through when they're on those deployments. I mean. I saw bravery. I saw courage. I saw insane work ethic. I mean, some people that I was really proud to work with and be around in those environments. We did some pretty special, cool work. Got to see uh, 
some some of the most nasty, gnarly places in the world that you could imagine where the enemy is at. So that was a, a really eye-opening and awakening experience. So once I got back from that deployment, I uh, a couple months later, I got out of the military. I came okay. Home. Okay. So now I'm back in Oregon. Now you're back in Oregon. And, trying uh, to find a new path. Yep. Thinking I, about something different to do. I, when I was in the military, I got a couple degrees. I had a degree in mechanical electrical technology and a degree in aeronautical engineering. So mechanical electrical technology, mm-hmm. which means you can wire cars. Yeah. You can put together you some. You can do a motor. You yep. can get to you can get the engine work going. Yep. So you got some skills that's still in the car industry. Yep. That can keep you around, which is hard to find these days. It's yep. hard to find a guy that knows about engines <clears throat> that can give you that good background drop that tells you about your oil pressure. Yeah. You know how do we get the you know the fuel fuel yeah. lines and and what are we doing with rods, lifters, things like that. Yeah. And I'm tying it all back in. And my dad was a mechanic growing up. He was a decent mechanic at Timberline Lodge. So Look he, at this. yeah. So he, our whole life, he was super into cars growing up. Okay. Uh, master mechanic. I mean, th- the guy took apart a, a thirty-two valve North Star Cadillac completely and put the thing back together, like in our garage. So with no training, no training no whatsoever. He just literally did it on his own. So this that's, before the YouTube era. This yeah. before you can get on. Oh there gosh, yeah. This he's, before the YouTube. He's era. buying manuals at uh, O'Reilly's and like going through the manual, and the guy does it all by himself. So, wow, that so, takes a. That that takes a different type of brain, a different type of work ethic, and you and he put that in you, which is you yep. can't you saw that in the military, yep. you saw that in your branch of service, yep. and now we're seeing that as you continue to work on your craft and your trade. Yeah. Okay, I so can it. with my aeronautical engineering degree, it was my dream for a long time to become a pilot. Right, that's why I joined the Air Force. I wanted to be okay. a pilot. Okay, um, and I got out and I started going to flight school, and it was a really tough time because once I started flying. I realized that it really wasn't something I wanted to do. And it was a, a so, really- so, so you up in the cockpit. Yeah. Here we go. We Tom cruising it now. Now yep. we, you know, shout out to Top Gun. So we all hear Tom cruising and you sitting up there and, and this is not what you want to do. No. You're up there flying with the birds. You seeing the clouds. You occasionally getting the Mach one. You had, you know, the need for speed. Well, I was a helicopter pilot. Oh, so now we're in the Huey. Yeah, I was in. Now the hel- we're talking big boy stuff. I was in the helicopter pilot, and occupationally speaking, it oh. w- it wasn't something that uh, I I guess I could see myself doing, and it was a pretty deafening feeling. I mean, I felt like God was telling me like, "Hey, this just isn't what it is," and it was a tough pill to swallow. So I stopped flight school, and I was doing. A, I had a journeyman HVAC job in the local two ninety union okay. here in Portland, okay. putting my degree to good use, and I was pretty much rose to the top of that career field in about a year. And I was wow. one of the most highly trained, highly paid young journeymen in that union. So that's so that's your skill set. That's your, you 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 one of the, you one of them SEAL Team Six guys that we just don't know about. You have the capacity to focus, and when you lock in on certain things, you become top of the class of your craft. Yeah, I worked really hard. Okay, and okay. Um, so that was a great job. I learned a lot. Um, very tough job, very technical, very above the shoulders, very high demand. I mean, when you're working on, you know, an $80 million facility like OHSU or something like that, for right. example, I mean, they don't have time for you to waste. If, if something's going wrong, say in the mortuary of that hospital. So and, now we're talking about the refrigerators. Exactly. We're talking about how to get in yeah. depth with compressors. Yeah. You have to make sure the temperature's right. 100%. You're trying to make sure lines is not freezing yes. up. Yes. So that's the background on that. Yeah. HVAC. Stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's time critical. It's sensitive. I mean, you, you can't, 
you can't let bodies not be cold, for example, Absolutely. right? So uh, a pretty critical aspect to what we did there, and uh, it's very cutthroat. You know, like if you can't figure something out in a timely manner, they just don't have time for you. So tough career field. I was good at it, but it was stressful. So tying it all back into Detail Garage now. Talk to me. Yeah. So I, I was kind of getting tired of that. I was good at it, but I didn't want to do it forever. It was hard on my body, hard yeah. on my family. And I wanted to own a business. Um, I was like, you know, what's the path to freedom look like for me? God, what is it now? You know, the flight thing didn't work out. Right. This isn't sustainable. What, what, what does it look like and now? And it's all, it's, all, it's all dealing with some type of gears. It's all yep. dealing with some type of machinery. Yep. Working on some things that, you know, that ties into your craft and what you got going on. So I always use the products. Okay. I've always been a detailer on the side. Okay. Doing some detail work ever since okay. I was a kid. Even in the military, I had some side gigs doing detailing. You know, everybody wanted their car detailed by we the best. We all did. You know, I detailed limos when I was younger. Detailed and drove limos. I always, you know, Sunday before church or right when church get done, grandpa pull out everything, clean it all up, get it ready for the week. Yep. Okay. So I was good at it. I liked it. And then literally it was so organic. One night I was on a FaceTime call with my brother uh-huh. and I said, we were actually on uh, chemicalguys.com and we were going through some products I'm like, oh, dude, I kind of want this or I kind of want that. And I was like, dude, I think uh, we can like do a store. We should do a store like this. Okay. And so from there, I just was incessant emails, phone calls, trying to track these people down and build these relationships and get a rapport going. And I f- uh, flew down to California twice. Okay. I was banging on their door. Please let me in, you know, and we kind of built a relationship. So and some grassroots training. You went back yep. to the old school days. Remember yep. when you was younger, you had the lawnmower and the gas can, and you just walked around till you got you some business. 100%. I was knocking on doors, and I was, uh, you know, I, I I told them, I was, hey, I want this so bad. I'm your guy. There is nothing, what we do here, do here at Detail Garage, there is nothing like this up here. You know what I mean? And I thought there was a fundamental lack of something like this, so I wanted to bring it here. And you found your niche. 100%. Well, let's take my niche real quick, man. I mean, you know, this is what we do on Gears in the Rear. We got Auto Detail Garage, you guys. Give us one second. Y'all know what it is. This is your boy, Mel P. Check it out. It's the podcast, Gears in the Rear. This is where we're going to touch on the muscle cars. We're going to touch on the exotic cars. We're going to touch on the foreign cars. We're going to touch on the true expensive cars and how to make your car look expensive on a dime. You know, we just had to do a little pause for the cause and let y'all know we on gears in the rear. We drinking into this other groundbreaking segment. My man said he looked around, he did his research. After he committed his time to the country, now he needed to commit his time to his family and to his craft. We wind up coming up with Auto Detail Garage, and now you done found a niche. Yeah. Talk to me, tell me a little bit about your store and what we got going on here. So it was initially, it took us about a year to get from our idea to grand opening day. So we grand opened in August 28th of 2021. And That's it was, it was amazing. You I birthed mean, it during the pandemic too. hundred percent. And, and people thought I was crazy. They said, Greg, what are you doing? First of all, opening a retail business in the middle of the pandemic, but also in 2021, everybody buys everything online. Nobody's going to come to this. Nobody's going to want now, this. But they don't know how deep the car culture is. That's Sometimes right. I try to explain them. It's a brotherhood. Once you get inside this culture, man, and you do what you're supposed to, and you got a credible name, folks will ride and stick with yeah. you. And I, I said, well, I don't know. I don't think you guys understand the car community up here is strong, and yeah. they want something like this. So a little bit about what we do here, right? We obviously provide the best products and the best tools and everything like that. We also provide amazing events. I mean, you went to one of our events last week. Come on, man, the event. Let me tell you all something. When this man gave me the invitation, I showed up. I came 15 minutes early with no car. And everybody was here 30 minutes early. 
When I tell y'all they putting on events out here, but please believe we got some stuff that we in the works we're doing with this garage shop, man. But I like the way you said that you found some product. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about the product that you brought up and that you have out that we're dealing with today. Yeah, Chemical Guys products, we have the full line. Anything and everything that you guys could want. Everything from, you know, anything for your interior, leather. We have a full ceramic line. We got everything for the pros. You know, your cutting compounds, your polishers, pads. I mean, degreasers, stuff. I mean, anything and everything you could want or need. So, so when you're talking about that, let's go a little bit more talk about it. So, uh, uh, I'm pulling up in a, I'm pulling up in a 2020 uh, Maserati. I need the leather seats to be gleaming and glossing and shining. You got some leather protector for that. Hundred percent. Okay, so then now I'm the average Joe guy, and I got my rice burner. I'm out here slideshowing, but I still want to be a little clean in the game. We got something for that. We got something for everybody. We got some for everybody. everybody. And we're going to have a little demonstration of what we're talking about, too. We're going to make sure we get a little bit of that on wax. You know what I'm saying? So walk me through a little bit more of your cleaners and things you got. Yeah. So, again, we have uh, soaps. Soaps for everything, right? So we have a ceramic soap. We have If you have a matte car, we got a soap for matte cars, right? If you... um, that's big right now. We cannot find nothing for mad cars, yeah. and the car washers are tearing cars up right now. Yeah, and that's another thing. You know, a lot of people that come into our shop, they say, hey, you know, like I got scratches and swirls, took it through the car wash, and it got it all messed up. Okay, all right, well, let's go take a look at it. Everybody that's here is a professionally trained, uh, factory trained detailer that works here, and so we'll say, okay, cool, let's go look at your car. So we'll actually walk out there with you, and we'll inspect it. We'll educate you on what you need. We'll hook you up with the right stuff, and we'll, we even do training here, too. So that's that was a, rough. So, yeah. so my next question was going to be, you have a place where we can come and actually get yeah. some training on how to do it yourself. 100%. So we go out there, we'll inspect with you, we'll educate you on what you need, we'll give you what you need, and then if you want to, you can sign up for one of our classes. They're free with your points. Um, if you want to use your so points. So how does the point system work? So out? every dollar you spend in the store gets you a point. Okay. And uh, you can download the Detail Garage app and okay. track your points and all that stuff, and you can redeem your points for free training, free product, free merch, free anything, right? So, so we keep do, it all in-house. So that's, yep. a, that's a cool segment right there. That's a cool way of making sure everything stays 100% monetized and it stays yours. Mm-hmm. So that way, it's, you know, we download the app. We make sure we get everything we need. In case y'all didn't hear that, the points will allow you to get professional detailing classes. Mm-hmm. It will help you upgrade and educate your car, which is yeah. key right now yeah. because a lot of young folks don't know what they're doing. And one of the things I wanted to bring to your attention is talking about that was a collaboration with some young youth today. We want to be able to get a youth program going up because there's a lot of young up-and-coming guys that want to get into this car game and try to find something like that out. So this is a perfect opportunity for them to come and, and, and invest into themselves mm-hmm. by coming to your shop. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and <clears throat> being able to do this yourself is really important. I mean, you can go to detail shops and they'll say, hey, if you want me to cut and buff this whole car, do a five-year ceramic or whatever, that's going to be, you know, depending on the car and the severity of the job, $2,000 plus. Okay. Whereas we can hook them up with everything they need to do that in store for 300 bucks. Wow. You know what I mean? Okay, I know and, what you mean. And then these guys can even do it themselves on the side and make a bunch of money themselves, right? So we're t- teaching people how to take care of their car, mm-hmm. how to protect it, because people are owning cars for a lot longer now than they used to. Yes, they are, and they're holding on to some cars. And we're giving them a way to make money on the side. We're giving these people the chance and the opportunity to get a side hustle so that's highly profitable. Ooh-wee. We got, we got a little bit of time, so we got a little bit of time. Do you mind giving us a demonstration of what some of those products look like? 100%. 
So right now we have a yellow cutting pad, heavy cutting pad, a medium heavy cutting pad, a light medium pad, and then a finishing pad, right? So the thing that we're doing here is trying to get rid of the scratches and the swirls in this paint. So the best way to do that is to polish it out with a polisher. Different pads do different things. So like the yellow pad is for really severely damaged cars. We never want to go too deep though, because typically on a clear coated car, there's seven to nine layers of clear coat. We don't want to take too much of that down if we don't have to. So we'll always start with a medium level cut, which is the orange, which is right here what we got with our V34 cutting compound. And then if that does a good job, after we do our pass, we'll inspect it. And then if it's good, you're good. If you want to go a little deeper, if you think there's some more scratches and swirls in there that you might want to get out, then you go into your heavier cut. But we never start with the heaviest first because we don't want to remove too much paint if we don't have to. Gotcha, understandable. So what we're doing is we got this orange here. What product do we have on the orange pad? Yeah, so we got our V34 cutting compound. This stuff is really high quality stuff. It's thick, it doesn't fling, it doesn't dry out. Uh, it's got really good micro abrasives in it that'll cut this paint down without damaging it. So it's good stuff. Okay, so now we got that. You got his little, little machine. They don't sell the machines here, but you can- no, we do. Oh, they, oh, 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 oh. We got the cut and buff machine. It's a one-stop shop. I told y'all, you're going to come down here and get everything you need for the summer, and we're going to make this happen, man. So he got the machines on the floor for sale. We have the pads for sale. We got the product for sale. Now go on and give us a demonstration. Show us what we're working yeah. with. So right here, we got our little section. We're just going to go ahead and throw this cord over our shoulder so as not to touch it on the paint. And we're going to work in just a little, you know, 20-inch by 20-inch section. Sometimes if you got a nice heavier-duty machine, you can go maybe two feet by two feet, but we do a nice even stamping of our product. Okay, we get it nice and evenly stamped, and then we're gonna turn our machine on the lowest setting. We're gonna buff this compound in, and then we're gonna put it on the highest setting, and we're gonna start our cut, all right? And we go horizontal, vertical, horizontal, and then once it's all the product is spent, we buff it off with our towel and see how it looks. Well, we're gonna turn this mic off so we don't get this bad static, and we're gonna let you do what you do. Here we go. All right. Right, so you can see right here, we got nice tight rings with our compound. We're moving nice and slow. We're generating a lot of heat. And the heat generated with the cutting compound and the pad is what is gonna take this paint down. Gotcha, nice and tight. Keep your hands straight. Just going to the slow. Nice and flat on your machine and your pad. You don't wanna tilt it any which way because that could damage the paint. already see here with the compound that we're starting to get spent we're starting to see optical clarity come back into this paint already so we're gonna do one more horizontal pass and then we'll buff it off and see how it looks as you can tell I'm a rookie at this and I can see it coming back I mean what a great demonstration man this product is looking real good yep. almost done here you want to move about one inch per second so it is a slow process but it does do the job and then just turn it you can see, right, when we started this, we stamped it out, all the product was nice and white, right? A lot of cream was on here, but now feel that. Still pretty warm, okay? We generated a lot of heat, we cut this paint down, and now almost all the product is gone. Another thing that I love about this V34 cutting compound is that this stuff buffs off really easy. So if you work it in the way we just did, it comes off really nice and oh easy. Oh goodness, look at that, look at that. It just ashes right off, and then you can take your towel, nice clean side, boom, right? And you can see, if we had an inspection light, 
you can see your reflection in that paint. There is no scratches. There is no swirls. And that is a nice... Come on, y'all. Look at this blue, and I can see my eyebrows in this joint. And that's just one pass, right? So we haven't hit this with a finish pad. We haven't hit this with a finish compound. We haven't waxed it. We haven't glazed it. We haven't sealed it. That's just paint correction. So you can imagine how good this will look once we hit it with our chemicals. As y'all see it, man, brought to you live here on Gears in the Rear. So one of my things was, who got you into cars? Well, so we talk, I know you talked about your career. Yeah, your, your dad, you saw him pull apart a car, but who got you into it? Well, I would say it was my dad. I mean, my, my dad growing up, he had a 68 Chevelle, and uh, he loved that car. Okay. And my, we grew up poor, though. I mean, we were really poor. So my dad worked hard, my mom worked hard, but we were poor, and the, the car sat for a long time. And uh, eventually, right about when I was 16, he got the car running. My parents were divorced at this time, but he he got the car running, and uh, my dad's gone now. Okay, but I may got, he rest in peace. Shout yeah. out to pops, man. Yep. I mean, he put it in he put it in you with enough time. Yep. And before I left for the military, him and I had a little bit of time with the car together, and and it was uh, pretty cool. I mean, he he built that thing by himself, 100. percent Is it still in the family? No, it's not. Unfortunately, I get my dad. Uh, he fell victim to drugs too, so he had, he had a tough time uh, at the end of his time, and and he sold the car to you know fund his addiction. Unfortunately. So I, the car's not around anymore, but I love that car still. And the next car I get, if and when I do get it, is going to be a 68 Chevelle. Right now, I have a Datsun 240C. I know about the Datsun. You see, did you see the Datsun? I didn't get to see the Datsun. So it was, I had a Datsun when I was in college playing basketball. I was trying to stick a 6'8 basketball player in a small Datsun. Mm. In case y'all don't understand, a 6'8 uh, wingman cannot fit in the Datsun, so we had to take out the passenger seat just for him to sit in the back seat so we can get to practice on time. <laughs> yeah. No, I love the Datsun. Uh I don't know why, but ever since I was a kid, I've always, like I said, I always loved cars, always followed it and everything, and I always wanted a Datsun 240Z. I just loved them. Okay. And so when I got out of the military, as like a present to myself, I bought a 240Z. Uh, this old guy, he had it for like 30 years. It was a two-owner car. Which is some of the best cars in the world. And it was a zero-rust car. And for anybody out there who doesn't know anything about Datsuns, these things are paper-thin. They rust like crazy. And he had it. He must have kept it in the right temperature oh he had it the best way you can have it yeah it was a zero rust car but it was blown up and it had an l28 in it which is uh the 280z motor it was and it was blown up so i bought it for thirteen thousand. okay and Uh, you blow (laughs) i bought it for thirteen you bought it for thirteen thousand blown up with the wrong with the different motor blown up yep and but I'll get there. So I, I had it rebuilt by Jock at Bill's Dodson in Clackamas. Okay. Yes. The guy's a Z legend. Uh, he's old as dirt. But, I mean, if you guys ever have any, like, old carbureted issues, I'm telling you that's your guy. He's a legend. So so he works on any carburetors? But any, he's a Dodson legend. He's a Dodson legend. But anything naturally aspirated, he'll hook you up. Gotcha. So I took it to him. He helped me rebuild it. I put some triple Webers on it, okay. and he helped me tune it and stuff. And now the thing runs. What's great. the triple Webers? So that those Educate are in, that. individual throttle body uh, induction. Okay. So each cylinder of that straight six has individual throttle body induction through the Weber carburetor. So you getting straight, you getting straight fuel line. A lot of air, a lot of fuel. Yeah, you getting right to it. Yeah, and it, it sounds amazing. The car is the most fun car to drive I've ever driven. So like, if you get that thing on some windy back roads and you can just let it sing, I mean, that car revs to nine grand. So it's a really fun car to drive. Sheesh. And 
I know you might think I paid a lot for it, but now those cars, this is an earlier Z2, it's a 73. Yes. Those cars are going for 50K plus now. Oh, well, we know the inflation of the car game is right yeah. there on time, man. So, Especially if you put the right, um, you got to put the right money in it and you have to put the money in the right places. If you're talking about building the motor, making sure that the engine is built properly, making sure it will stand the speed, the heat, the temperature, you're putting the right things inside it, you will get a return on your investment. 100%. I agree with that. Yeah. So the car's great, um, and I bring it out to shows all the time here. It okay. sat for a while in the wintertime, <clears throat> and this is the thing. Those triple Webers, they are finicky. Okay. Uh, they're, they're super high maintenance, but once you get them dialed in, they're So it's meant really to drive. Cool. Your car's yeah. oh, meant yeah, to drive. See, a lot of these guys, this is part of the thing with the car culture, and I'm trying to understand this. You have the car, but you never drive it. No, yeah. The you, cars are meant to drive. There's people that got cars been sitting in their garage for 10 years with no excuse. It's 2022. Pull your car out. That's what gives them the rear challenge in their body. This summer, pull your car out. And I care zero about the mileage on that thing. If the Who miles cares? go up, I Who care cares? zero. The The amount of joy that it brings me to drive that car is amazing. My son loves the car. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it's pretty special. So he's going to get it. passed down the car boat. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's, he loves the Z. He's going he's gonna to get it for sure. I would love to... Um, do do some more work to it. It's expensive, you know, but the thing runs and drives fine now. It sat for like three, four months during the wintertime. Listen, it's a Z. I know. And it's then a Z. I, I tried to fire it up a few weeks ago and after it's sitting for during the wintertime and it didn't fire up. I was like, so oh, you gosh. did the ultimate scene. You didn't go out every week and start your car. No, well, I tried, but it, I mean, it's, 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 I, yeah, I guess I made excuses, but okay, I, you yeah, can't drive yeah. it in the wintertime. I live up on Mount Hood. So we there oh, so we you a ton snow, of so snow. Yeah, you you're snowing from you're snowing from Thanksgiving yeah. to probably yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's no, understandable. So, it's understandable. We got it all cleaned up and, and it's running great now. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, as far as your products go and stuff like that, what you got for the wheels? Oh, we, we so talked we, about what we have for the top car, what we got for the what do we have for the wheels? So we got a multitude of different wheel cleaners. Um like you see the wheels on the banshee here, for example. Those yes. are polished aluminum. So okay. We use uh, we can use wheel acid. We have a wheel acid cleaning product that's really heavy duty chemical. Okay. Um, we have some wheel coatings. We have a ceramic wheel coating. We have really good metal polishes for our wheels. Like again, anything and everything you need to clean, coat, protect, shine. We got it all. So this is a one stop shop. Hundred percent. One stop shop. Can't be mad at it. All right, you guys. Well, you know this is what we do right here on Gears in the Real. Let's take a little quick break for one second here. That's my guys. We get tuned in together as we continue to grow and learn a little bit more about the garage the auto detail garage store and we'll be right back with you collisions scratches bodywork general repairs car accidents happen avoid the headaches with gresham collision center we'll work directly with your insurance company and get your car up and running like new book your appointment today at gresham collision center 150 northeast kelly avenue in gresham oregon 97030 all right man shout out to my man's at gresham collision omar and the crew out there. So we got a nice little, we know what we're doing with cleaning. You said you got all the product in the world. We know Pops put you in the game. Rest in peace, Pops. We know, and we know we're passing that down to our kids now. And it's a very good um, skill and trait to have, especially if you can teach them how to do that motor work, get the engine going right. And then you also mentioned that your brother's working on fabricating and body yeah. work. Yeah. I think that's a need that Oregon don't have. I, I, we've, I've been doing a lot of car research myself, and we're missing some good fabricators out here. It's hard to find some folks a fab. Well, it's a tough. I mean, it's it's also a tough thing to get into. You know, you got to have a lot of equipment. You got to have material. You got to have a really good welding setup. You got to have all the oxyacetylene and gas and everything you need. So it's kind of expensive entry. 
but it, and it's also art. I mean, these guys are artists. Yeah, they you are. know, laying a solid bead and doing your measurements right and getting your bends right and your angles and having everything fit to spec. I mean, it's it's art. You know, these guys that are building these engines and doing this piping work and making this all fit and come together efficiently and having it perform. Yes, it's real beautiful. It's I mean, real it's, beautiful when they get done. It's, it's an amazing beautiful. trade, you know, and it takes a lot of time and effort and it takes a lot of years to become a master at it. That's true. You know? So that's just true. to that's find true. somebody who can do it at a really high level it is getting harder to find, but that's why guys like my brother, like I really hope he can take this to the next level and do some great things with it because he's always, there's always going to be need for it. Well, let's get it behind him and let's push him, man. As we're getting close and near and dear to our time, we're wrapping up here at the, at the garage shop, man, at the detail spot. Give us where we can find you on social media, man. Shout out to social media yeah. for us. So detail garage Gresham. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at detail garage Gresham, uh, mids garage, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that as well. Okay. And then my personal page is Greg Salisbury 622. Okay, Salisbury, let's get it cracking, man. You got any upcoming events that we can spread that we can shout out? Yeah, uh, Chris is April 30th. Is that our next Rides and Coffee? Yeah, so April 30th, we're doing Rides and Coffee. We do these every month okay. at Detail Garage Gresham. So it's typically from 9 to 12 a.m. There's free coffee and donuts for everybody in attendance. Okay. And it's just, you, you know, you come, you hang out, everybody shows up with their rides, and we, you know, we just, um, uh, celebrate what okay. we ha what we bring to the table, right? So all cars are welcome, all builds are welcome. We just want to bring the community together and have this be a really special place for people to come, hang out, enjoy themselves. We typically do some discounts in store. Yes, we sir. typically do some raffles where we give away free training, we give away free product, and like I said, we do that every month. We also collab with uh, local car clubs and car meets like Wasted Space and the Corvette Club. We're doing a really big uh, Oregon Mustang Club meet. Uh, in May, we're okay. doing truck events. I mean, really, we, we hit it from all angles. So if you guys want to hit us up uh, to collaborate on an event, obviously, you know, just slide in our DMs. Absolutely. And then my last question for you is classwork. What, what does those class days look? Are you holding um, is there a special time? Is there a date? How does those classworks go to come and get some training? Yeah. So uh, on our social media, we uh, we advertise about the classes. So you guys can DM us, call the store, just come into the store and we'll hook you up with the class information if you wanted to get involved with that. We'll, we'll tell you what it's all about, and then you guys can uh, just get signed up. Just hit us up, and we'll get you signed up. That's what I'm talking about. We do them every about. month. That's what I'm talking about, man. Once again, man, we appreciate you for having us, man. Gears in the rear, this will not be our last time here. Man, we're going to collab on some different things and get some stuff moving and grooving. Once again, man, we appreciate you. Thank you for having us. You can find us on all your social media platforms at Gears in the Rear. Follow us. Check out the link. We drop every Tuesday. And thank you for having us, man. Appreciate right. you, brother. Thanks, man. Appreciate right you coming by. Right on.